Guess what? Yup. You know it. Jeff's going to do something funny with his arms. There it is. We, you are listening to another episode of the Giants. Guys, but this looks very different. And by the way, that over there does not look like Chase Blackburn. Um, what happened was, uh, exactly. As you know, uh, Chase Blackburn is the special teams uh, coach for the Carolina Panthers. He's in OTAs, and OTAs ran a little bit long. So I got him on a horn here. We're working on rescheduling an interview, um, and the guys, uh, we gave them we gave them the night off. So they get to go hang out with their girlfriends, wives, kids, and whatever else. Maybe their girlfriends and their wives, if, exactly. depending, on how, depending on how much time they have. Hey, question. Would you consider Chase Blackburn – a Super Bowl hero, or would you hell, consider? Hell yeah! Is that an easy one? Yeah. Well, think about this. I mean, look when I, when you really get into the research, like Gronk has won every single battle thrown at his thrown at him, and you're talking about while we love Chase Blackburn, you would have to say that Gronk, the whatever four time, five time Pro Bowl or whatever he is, six time Super Bowl winner would have an edge over Chase Blackburn. Chase Blackburn is running down the field, looking back at Brady, looking at Gronk, looking at Brady, looking at Gronk, and absolutely times the, the, the throw perfectly and out jumps a guy who's three inches taller than him. He's a Super Bowl hero. He's a hero. He's, a, I mean, that, I, I, I know you, uh, you said it somewhere that you watch that play you know like 20 plus times or something like that and like today because you know we were going to interview him i was watching that play over and over and it was just unbelievable like gronk i know gronk was banged up but he's still six seven gronk and brady laid it out for him and there's this is the fourth quarter the giants were down 17 15 brady bombs it if gronk comes down with that and they score I mean, we're in a we're in a bad way right there. He he yeah. flipped the game in the beginning of the fourth quarter for the Giants. I mean, Jesus. It forces the Giants to score a touchdown, not a field goal. Also, if I were him, I would set an alarm clock that just automatically projected that play onto a screen, and I I would start every day watching that video. How do you have a bad day if if you start? I mean, yeah. he's, knowing he's you like, got the best of Gronk, you just intercepted the best quarterback of all time uh while covering arguably the best tight end of all time in in the super bowl in the fourth quarter while your team was down and you wound up well, come on it's awesome and let's not forget the fact that um you know four weeks prior to that he was at home because the giants had uh not renewed his contract and he was at home uh teaching math so you know which by the way we will ask him all these questions once i get back yeah. you know, vacuum schedule so apologize that you're stuck with uh with with me and a mechanic so we're gonna have a little bit of fun something a little bit different all right we're gonna rip on some cool topics but um a little bit different style so again chase blackburn will be here uh maybe this week maybe next week we're still working on that um our boy eli will be in the house uh tomorrow so at the time you see this it'll almost be eli time so uh we're gonna rock, rock with that it'll be uh spiro and michael stewart um, um, so let's, let's start off with something cool. Jeff, I've got some, I got some questions for you. So we're just going to make up questions yeah. and just see what happens. We're going to riff for a little bit because 
we promised some content, so we're going to give some content. Yeah, we, don't, I mean, we don't stop just because Chase is actually still working in the NFL and he has more important things to yeah, do. <laughs> he's got practice. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right. I jotted some notes down. So let me know what you think about these questions. Okay. I'm going to ask you, I love this question, by the way. We don't ever talk about it much because the Giants guys are pretty much a positive group, right? We always yep. talk about players we love. We never talk about players we hate. So I'm going to expand the horizon. Jeff, give me a player in the NFL you absolutely hate. I don't care what team he's on. Could be on the Jets, the Falcons, the Cowboys. They could be on the Patriots, the, the 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 Seahawks. I don't care. Give me a player. I mean, when a TV's on, you're like, I hate this dude. Um, it's been the same guy I think for a decade, and it's Deshaun Jackson. And this guy is just so easy to hate. It wasn't just what he did to the Giants with that punt return. We all know what he did. The Giants were winning 31-10 with eight minutes and 31 seconds to go in the fourth quarter and lost that game like by a touchdown. <laughs> it's almost impossible. Uh, one of the worst meltdowns ever. I just don't, I just think he's, I just don't like him. I just don't like him. I've never been a fan of him. Um, I'm trying to think of what, like Mark Sanchez, I really don't like him either. <laughs> I was never a fan of him. Mark even, Sanchez? Even when he was like riding to the AFC championship two years in a row, I was like, hey, the Jets are decent, but like Sanchez sucks. Like I, I never saw anything from him. He's I all mean, right now. Mark but... Sanchez, who hates Mark Sanchez? He was just on the last singer like 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 a couple months ago. He's a really hard guy. I hate now I hate him even more because that show sucks. That's sh- that might be the worst show on television, the mass singer. I've seen it clips and I'm like, why do the- how is this it, still on TV? It's so gets, stupid. Gets great ratings. I know. It must. It would have right, to. I'll it's a big, Okay. I've watched it a bunch of times. So let me flip it for you. Do you have a an ex-giant or even current giant if there's one you hate that much? But is there a guy that you hate? Like you just can't stand your blood boils when you think about him. Ex or current giant? Anybody come to mind? Well, that's a tough question. I know because it's the team you love. But there's guys that di- okay. Lavar Arrington was one guy. I hated Lavar Arrington because he made a living on what he did at Penn State. He never really did much with the Redskins, and he came to the Giants with the, like, like he was hurt, the dreadlocks, and he was just like, like I don't know, like I expected him to be like, like Chase Young. I expected him to be this badass, like because yeah. he looked like a badass. And he was literally hurt every nine days. Like, like it was almost like he'd set an alarm clock and be like, oh, time to get a hangnail. <laughs> and, I mean, like, I never did anything. Like, I, and, and I just, I, I just, again, for the specimen that he was, I mean, the dude was like carved out of granite. Yeah. I mean, like, he just was a big flop, waste of time. And then you'd see him like, just like, arm tackling dudes and like like literally when you walk in there you look the part and you're jacked and you got the flow going i'm like this dude's gonna hurt people oh and then and he he should have and then he just craps the bed i mean think about like like it almost sounds like olivier vernon like when we added him we're like this guy is jacked he's i mean he looked great uh he was miami before the giants right we're like wow this guy's a stud and I've never seen a guy play softer 
in my life. Like I didn't see anything from that guy. Like he inflicted fear in nobody. And it's like, what are you doing with all that muscle? Honestly. I almost felt like they created the stat of um, pressures just to somehow, you know, <laughs> create his, you know, so he wouldn't become a, a, a mediocre player. Like they just were like, listen, this guy can't, sack anybody but he makes so much money let's make up pressures because that's what he does like all he ever did was be around the ball he was just he was just a guy running around i never really saw him for worth a dollar of what he he earned from the giants you're right i i hated i hated olivier vernon i don't hate the strong word but the but it is i mean i don't want to get in a bar fight with him but i i really strongly dislike him well that's a good in a big way Good segue. So, you know, I don't, you don't strike me as a bar fight kind of guy, but you'd be surprised, but it's true. You do surprise (laughs) me on a regular basis. Uh, Especially when you're ripping on videos in the front yard, you surprise me all the time. (laughs) But if you were in a bar, let's say you're in a bar and like someone spills a drink on you, someone, someone, you know, kicks your dog someone drinks your beer i don't know someone kisses your girl whatever you're gonna get in a, you're you're in a bar fight what one player in the nfl you want sitting right next to you on a stool next to you who's got your back oh that's kind of a fun question now this is the nfl it's not NFL. just like like you know if you were like ray lewis like like you can you, you know like anybody you want in the nfl um this might surprise you. I'm going Miles Garrett. Talk about a guy who's this guy's shoulders. Not only are they out here, uh, I've seen him swing a helmet at a guy's head. He's <laughs> he's he's clearly he's clearly crazy. He's a physical freak. And it's if somebody, so, for the I'm record, by the way, so hard to let that go. <laughs> Can you yeah, your brain? I'm thinking. I want a crazy person. If you're going to get in a bar fight, I want an absolute psychopath in my corner, all right? And for the record, I'm not a bar fight guy, okay? I've gotten in a few scuffles, and anytime something happens, it's because it's not because of something that happened to me. I'll talk my way out of it and be smart. It's when, like, my friends get messed with or somebody's talking to your girl or something stupid like that. Like, if it's just me, I'll, I'll get out of it. But it's when other people are involved that all of a sudden I think I'm a tough guy. If you got Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Um, is there is there a Giants player that you would like on that bar stool next to you? Uh, well, Active. I would, I would hope if I was at, in a bar fight that whoever I was with had enough money to just buy everybody a drink and and quell the quell that, the, the that fight help. before it happened, right? But I if, guess you, if, you, if you can't settle it by buying them a drink, then they're just an asshole. I mean, what or, are they? Or if you're an NFL player, maybe multi-drinks, right? Right, whatever you um, want. But there's definitely uh, – okay, so there's a couple guys. The first guy is Keith Hamilton, okay? So Keith Hamilton, you know, in those uh, late 80s, early 90s teams, his nickname was, was The Hammer. And he – Great he, nickname. He, I don't think the dude ever smiled. He was like – he looked angry all the time and he's like a, like a top 10 sack guy for a, for a defensive tackle. He was a really good player. And I was, and actually he, you know, he, he I think he lived in like uh, like West Patterson or, or, or Wayne, like in that area. And, and I know we did a lot of stuff, you know, in the community, like he was a good dude, but he just looked like, like 
a bad dude. A bad dude. Yeah, like like he's like like a you know the whole pulp fiction on it. Which one's yours? The one that says bad motherfucker on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was that guy. Um, but but I would think like he, we wouldn't have to get in a fight if I was with Hammer. He would just look at him and they'd be like, "Yo, I'm sorry, Mister Hammer. I'm sorry. All right, I didn't mean to bump into you." But a guy that I think would like literally ruin the place would be Shocky. Like I, I that's that's a great answer. And and I, when thinking of giants, once I saw Shocky, his helmet pop off and his blonde hair is flying, and he's still putting his head down, looking for contact. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy will fight yeah. in a bar. Like, like, I can see Shockey just, like, because remember, Shockey's like 6'4". Like, people don't realize how big Shockey was. He was like I six, thought he was four, bigger. 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you know, he's a 260-pound dude. I can see Shockey just grabbing dudes, throwing them over the bar. I can see oh, yeah. him, like, like, doing one of these things. You know, like, he's got one guy in a headlock, and he's knocking this guy, grabbing this guy. I can see Shockey at least taking six guys out. Yeah, he's six five. I mean, he's he's a big dude, and I can see his blonde hair flowing, and he's breaking beer bottles on people's head, throwing you over the bar. That's head but head button, dude. You know? you know who you know who would be good in your corner on the current roster is Nick Gates. I can see that, but I, yeah, yeah, he seems like a protector, no doubt. Yes. He's, he, I mean, he is literally a protector, and he's he's got he's probably he's our nastiest O lineman. Yeah, I mean, who who has that? Ed, I wish he would. Uh, people would feed off him a little bit more because he. I mean, he got an Aaron Donald's face and didn't back down an inch, dude. No, they started doing the hand shove. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think uh, our our boys from Talking Giants were interviewing him. They're like, "Did you realize you were like?" face to face with Aaron Donald going back and forth. And he was kind of like, not in the moment, you know, you're just amped up in the moment, but it's kind of afterwards. I was like, Holy shit. I, <laughs> I was just tangled up with. Yeah. He's like, I'm looking at my phone and it's blowing up. What's everybody want me? Oh, I'm fighting Aaron Donald. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Uh, good answers though. Yeah. Yeah. Those would be the two that, 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 that stuck out at me. Um, <laughs> the hammer is such a cool nickname. This might surprise you, but nobody's ever called me the hammer before <laughs> that's a fucking nickname right there yeah i was always jealous I, when i went to high school this is totally off track but there were two wrestlers in my school they were brothers uh the carson brothers one was called a hammer and one was called a mallet they were you know they were they were just so good you know but you'd be like i'm you you know all the girls would be like oh i, I want to date i want to date carson you'd be like which one you know what I mean? Like they were just awesome. Some good genetics right there. Yeah. All right. Um, let me let me let me let me think of another one I can I can throw your way. Let's what else you got? Well, well, uh uniforms and numbers have been in the press a lot with you know uh Kadarius Tony wearing 89 and Shepard moving to three. Uh I think Patrick Peterson changed his number. I think um a couple NFL guys, uh uh, Jabril Peppers is trying to, and Graham Gano will not give it up, and I respect that. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and of course we interviewed Carl Banks a couple weeks back, so we talked about the whole fifty-eight and the fifty-four thing. So, um, uniform-wise, who's got the best and the worst uniforms in the NFL? Best and the worst. You know, there's a lot of uniforms, and I'm looking online just in case I'm forgetting anybody. Um, 
there's a lot of uniforms that are just middle of the road. They're not exciting, but they're not offensive. Kind of like the Colts and the Lions. Like there's there's really nothing yeah, to them. They're, they're pretty traditional. Yeah. Um, I can't tell if I love or hate the Bengals because they're they're so different that I can't tell if they're like puke worthy or they're badass. So the, I'm going to leave them off the list for right now. I think Jacksonville has got some pretty badass uniforms. If they were a better team, they would seem like cooler uniforms, especially when they had those helmets that were like gold and faded into black or something like that. And they're like matte finish. You remember those? Yep. I do remember those. Yep. Those are, those are pretty sick. Um, I'd probably give the lead to, I think the chargers probably have the coolest uniforms, the, the baby blue. Yeah. I mean, they have really cool variations too, but I would see chargers are the best and um, the worst uniforms in the NFL. I don't, I don't want to say NFCs just to, because I hate those teams. Um, worst uniforms in the NFL. I think I'm going to go with uh, the Jets because they're boring as shit. They do but, have that one that they're trying to reinvent that, that they're bringing, trying to bring it back. It's, it's that like metallic green, almost like um, it's like a green black and it's kind of shiny. Yeah. You know, but, what it is like you, you often associate like how, how, good a team is but like their uniforms kind of like if they're a great team their uniforms become cooler you know what i mean except the patriots they're pretty but, boring but you know what the packers i know is i know what that's you know it's the packers it's true but their uniforms are boring too like they're I'm not, they're unique there's tradition, but there's nobody green and yellow like at least they're unique there's there's a ton of blue teams um what do you got who do you like or is there a version of a giants uniform that you love or hate well, I love, I, I do, I, I've tweeted that a couple times over the last couple weeks. I love the 80s uh, Giants jersey with the thick, with the thick stripes mm. on it. And it, the red, the white, you know, the, the really thick uh, look and, and it incorporated red into the pants. Yeah. You know, um, so those 80s teams, you know, the Harry Carson, the LT, early Banks, you know, the, the Brad Van Pelt years, like those mid 80s. I can't remember exactly when they got rid of it, but just the the color, like just the blue jersey, like, okay, it's the Giants, but they're boring. No offense to the Giants. They are our team, but that blue jersey, like when they came out with those color rush jerseys also too, I love the, the white on white. You know what I mean? Dude, those are with the Giants, right? With the Giants on the helmet. Those, yeah. I mean, seeing Saquon Barkley in that uniform, just that kind of amps me up. Like that's that's a great look. And I, yeah. and I hope that they use those every year, at least once. Yeah. I mean, ones I'd hate it's that's an easy one. The red jerseys sucked. Like, and, and I, and I, and I apologize to Joe because I know LPG loves the red ones. He's already fired that out a couple times. Look, the giants wore the red jerseys. I could be wrong. And I know you got, I know you people will definitely prove me wrong, but they wore them either either five, six, or seven times. I'm going to go with six. And they went like one in five in those jerseys. They could not win to save their lives. As soon as you saw them coming out of the tunnel or introducing the players with red jerseys, you're like, crap, I might as well just go home now because they can't win in these red jerseys. They just were, they were butt, dude. I you know mean, what? <laughs> That's a perfect example of associating success with the uniform. Because don't you think you would feel differently if the Giants were six and one? In those red, I'm sure we would have used them a lot more if if we did better. But like I thought they were pretty sick. It's just that we couldn't freaking win in them. And it's like, well, you can't wear them anymore. We keep losing in them. So 
that's kind of a, a shitty thing to associate with it. But I see your point. Uh, yeah. How I, long do they wait? It's it's a matter of time before they try it again. Oh, I bet they they'll probably wait until <laughs> they're officially a good team and they know they are and they're playing a really shitty team. Because if you lose then, then you could just throw them out and burn well, I mean, them. Right you're never now gonna you've use got it. the regular dark blue, and then you've got the you know the away jersey, and then the color rush with the thick uh, you know stripes. They haven't worn the red in quite some time. But, Long time. Yeah, but like you said, um, they sell. Like when you come up with something new, they sell. So exactly from a merchandising standpoint, there's a good chance that if you get a um, a, a streak of winning seasons under Judge. You know, maybe they maybe they do bring it back. I'm just not a fan of the red. Um, yeah, definitely best worst. Yeah, I would think yeah, the '80s and the, if they won in the red, maybe I'd like them more. But I just think they're butt. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, that that was that surprise. Uh, okay, I got one for you. What about okay. what about like just like surprises you know what i mean like we, we were just talking about like what like surprise you know what uniform you liked and what you said surprised me um how about like surprise player like a breakout player or what what player in the nfl were you like whoa that dude's any good like is there a is there a player that that surprised you like player of the year like what guy was like this where you were like that cat can't play and then you were like whoa that cat can play um josh allen was a really good story this year I mean, he he went from like a project to a just a polished, confident quarterback. Yeah, yeah I mean, he he got Stefan Diggs. Obviously, the chemistry that they have; those two are on the same page every single play. And you you see the interviews; they're like best friends. Like you you could just tell it; it just comes off in interviews. So they instantly click. Justin Herbert. I mean, for a rookie to come out, he's got a strong arm, dude. Like. There were some throws that their window was like this and he zipped it through there with a perfect spiral while escaping traffic. Like that dude impressed me a lot. Um, I know there are a couple guys on the giants, but I'll leave that for you. What giants player do you think was the biggest surprise? Most positive surprise. It's gotta be Bradbury. I mean, like, you know, when you, when you play ball in Carolina, who covers your games? Nobody. I mean, how many how many people in the press are in those media room? Three. I mean, like, there's there's not a whole lot of bark going on when when Bradbury shuts down the number one receiver, has a pick and seven tackles, like you know, in Carolina. I mean, just you know what I mean. And I love his quote on like they asked him about Dave Gettleman this week, and he said, "I love I love Mr. Gettleman. He he's gotten me twice exactly." So. So it's got to be Bradbury because while I was excited to get Bradbury, I didn't know what he was. You know what I mean? Past like he was the other corner when Odell was fighting Josh Norman kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like Bradbury was either replacing Norman or played at the same time as Norman. Like that's, I don't have no reference about how good or how bad he was. Just when he got here, I knew he'd be good. Not that good. So I, I totally agree. And, and Gettleman kept, bringing in ex panthers and it's like all right like are you doing this to prove and try to make these guys good so that your draft pick looks better from years past or yeah. like what do you like the panthers they had a a great run uh with cam newton where they got to the super bowl but other than that it's not like they've had sustained success year over year or anything like that so it's like you're bringing in all these guys so i think 
You're right. In terms of expectation versus where he ended up, it's got to be Bradbury. I mean, the guy was a shutdown corner pro bowler. We had Blake Martinez play awesome, but we, I mean, especially our crew, we talked about him a lot before the season saying, you guys are way low on him. Like, cause the fan base was like, this guy sucks. It's Ogletree part two. We were like, no, he's a tackling machine, middle linebacker, a yeah. guy that is going to help our run game tremendously. And he was exactly that. So we kind of expected that from Martinez. Bradbury changed our defense because nobody expected him to be a shutdown corner that yep. changed, that changed everything. I mean, you can look at Leonard Williams too and say, this guy completely outperformed what we expected. That was a weird story from the beginning. He, he got paid big time. The guy showed up. I mean, and, and we were expecting him to fail because, because either a, you were so mad at Gettleman for making that trade or B your expectations were through the sky. You were like, ah, it's never going to happen. And he, he outkicked his coverage. I mean, he did everything that you wanted. And then some like he, he said, ah, you know, ha ha, like basically, cause you know, you just didn't have that. Like I knew Leonard Williams was good. I didn't know he could play that type of inside outside role. I didn't see him as a multi sack guy in a game. Yeah. I didn't see him playing the run real well. Um, and I didn't see him blending in with the giants cause he was a jet. And I just, you know what I mean? I didn't see like, you know, where snacks did the same thing and we all love snacks too. Um, I didn't, I didn't see that coming, you know, I, and I, and again, if he gets another 11 and a half sacks this year, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know what I mean? If he gets 15, I'm stoked. But, but if he could, if he can have that type of output every year, that would be my, my surprise. Bradbury and, and, and Leonard Williams definitely got to be the surprise player. Yeah. And that's why you can get excited about this defense, having those guys on each level. And you have Martinez, you know, in the linebacking group, and now we're filling out pieces around them. Now you, you, I mean, this has to be a top five defense. I mean, I just don't see it. They are so in love with Patrick Graham and what he's done in a shortened abbreviated off season and all of that. Now he's got a year to think about, all the pieces that he has and the improvements that he added. I mean, this defense can be scary. And if the offense does its job, there's no reason this team can't win the division and, and have a run. Well, and I, I want to take it a step further because I tweeted this out today. And then some guy misunderstood what I tweeted. I said, I had a dream that the giants signed uh, TJ Watt in the off season. And some guy went, he's too old. And I said, you do realize he's 26, right? He's yeah, like, oh, sorry, my bad. Wrong, yeah, wrong, wrong lot, brother. Wrong lot. <laughs> yeah. So, like, to your point, we were the ninth, the Giants had the ninth ranked defense. Yeah, with, you know, with, with uh, healthy McKinney and, and uh, Dory Jackson and a couple pieces that they bring in. Um, and then, like, a breakout year for maybe for Dexter Lawrence. Um, you know, you could be a, a top seven, you know, top five defense. Next year, I know I'm jumping the gun. I'm just throwing it out yeah. there because we're ripping. Like, like the only guy I would try to sign with, like how how got like we as fans were like Galladay, Galladay, Galladay. We were singing songs like, you know, Galladay. Galladay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah. But but you know, it, so but and then we didn't hear anything, and they get them, and we're like, maybe they're listening, right? That's how I feel about T.J. Watt. Like I'm like you right, you realize. If you bring TJ Watt in, you will have the best defense in the NFL, bar 
None. Like, like there's like there's there might not even be a number two defense. They may just give the Giants number one and number two because he's not just a pass rusher. You're talking about a guy that's got 14 plus sacks every year. He's a game breaker. He's a guy that actually changes the game individually without scheme, without a great DC. He can just go in there and make stuff happens that that normal guys can't. And that's that. And we don't have that guy on defense. We have really good players that are really smart and well coached and like speaking of next year if Patrick Graham just put together two top nine defenses two years in a row he's going to be getting head coaching looks if he wants it he says this is his dream job I don't know if you saw that interview the guy just said like I don't know how you don't love this guy and maybe that's why all the players want to come here and uh, the culture is definitely changing especially on the defensive side of the ball but he's like why would I he didn't take head coaching interviews He's like, this is my dream job. And he's, you know, his buddy is the head coach. Maybe he just doesn't like the limelight and he wants to build a great defense and he's happy enough doing that. I'm sure he's getting paid. So, well, I'm going to throw a wild card at you just to be um, opportunistic. Mm. Um, so, you know, Patrick Graham puts together a top five defense, you know, and maybe gets another, you know, another opportunity to coach and he becomes a head coach and you're looking for a new defensive coordinator. You know where I'm going. <laughs> Chase <Go ahead>. <laughs> Chase <laughs> we're going to, we're going to ask him too, only because, Hey, look, uh, Joe judge went from special teams uh, coach to head coach. Why not Blackburn knows the area. He knows Gettleman. He played for Gettleman, right? He, he played in for the giants under Gettleman when he was player personnel, he, when he went to Carolina, uh, Gettleman was there. I mean, you know, there's, I'm just saying it's, a, I mean, I know how the giants view the guys that won rings with them. And it's the, it's the once a giant, always a giant thing. Even if you didn't win a ring, if you were like a real giant and this guy, I mean, to make that play in the, in that moment, he's going to be welcomed back in some capacity if he ever wants to. And that doesn't even count all the other cool stuff like that, he, that he did. And, you know, with being a special teams captain, uh, you know, grinding his way as a an undrafted free agent, just throwing it out there that you know Blackburn could have you know some 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 play. Um, that's a little uh, opportunistic, like I said, but um, something to think about. I hope I hope Patrick Graham, I just pay the guy, like because if he keeps putting the great defenses together, the demand for him to be a head coach is only going to grow. Yep. Right. Cause if he has the talent and he's happy there and he loves working with judge and they're building something special there, it's almost like, why not ride it out? Try to win a super bowl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you have to go be the head coach of a shitty team? Cause that's what you're going to get if they're switching head coaches, you know? Yeah. And, and the other side of it too, is, you know, you're starting all over again, you know, you, you know, like, you know, at least like, uh, you know, when Spags came back, you know, and he was the coordinator for two years, you know, won a super bowl, he came back. He was here for three years. Got the interim head coach when they fired McAdoo. Like, you know, you definitely sometimes, you know, you got guys that like to plant roots and they're not in any rush. And then you got some guys that are like, fast track me, fast track me. And so um, there's a good opportunity that he stays. I mean, you know, because like you said, he likes judge. It seems like there's a real healthy respect and friendship there. Um, all men seem to give in after a while. You know, mm. and and give and give the uh, you know the 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 money wheel a spin. So 
money talks, but there's no reason you can't pay your defensive coordinator well if you if you think he's a big part of your success. So yeah, there's, no, there's no salary cap for coaches, right? No salary cap for coaches. No. So pay him, pay him what you think he's worth. <laughs> well, if they put a trophy in the case, he'll be worth a lot. Yeah, exactly. So all right, man. This was fun. Yeah. Uh, you're listening to another episode of the Giants, guys. It's definitely me and uh, the mechanic over here just kind of riffing and having some fun. Mr. Blackburn will be um, in the lab. Uh, let's see what our update is. Maybe he sent me something that I could actually read to you. He says, dang, I'm sorry. I just remember this. I ran late uh, at practice OTAs. Uh, and the, the mini camp uh, is tomorrow and conditioning on Thursday. I drive back to Ohio. Maybe I shouldn't be reading his. Never I mean, mind. what if he says something? Something yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't be reading his <laughs> personal DMs to you folks. So I'm just going to sharing everything with you guys. Either way, um, it looks like <laughs> it looks like we've got some dates he's given me that we're gonna have. We'll make it we'll, happen. We'll get. We'll make it happen. It's a long off season. We'll get him on here. Yeah, Next, we'll get way, him on here. So um, we're gonna hammer some other guys too. Like, um, but I, I, we're we're coming through. I've been trying to get Hertz League. I've been trying to get Fred Robbins. Um, I had some feelers out there for Victor Cruz. Uh, yeah, I know, but it, it didn't go anywhere. So <laughs> Jeff's that's, that's, that's my, that's my number one, man. If we yeah, land, if like, we land Victor Cruz. like a three hour show though. I might be like legit nervous before that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my guy. Te- team Vic is cool. Um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, um, we'll, we'll find some guys. And we're ripping on this Ohio football thing between Dominic Hicks and Jake Ballard last week and, and Chase Blackford. Somehow we, we, uh, we're connecting with the Ohio football guys. So um, we'll keep looking for more guys to interview tomorrow, you know, which will actually will be today. Because yeah, because we'll get this out, out by, by noon on Wednesday and then yep. Wednesday night live with Eli, Mr. Positivity. Yeah, himself. Mr. Positivity. Yeah, we've got Mr. Glass half full and then we got Mr. Uh, glass, glass full. O- glass always full. full. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Always full. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. I hope we had a little, you had a little bit of fun with us. Apologize for you know not coming through, but we will come through because we always do. NYGiantsRush.com. Check out the new website. All the interviews are there, and we're out. Peace.